Welcome to the Brotherhood of Fatherhood podcast. This is Scott. Hey, Josh, how's it going today? Going, man. It's good to be here on a nice Friday, you know, to kind of date the episode. It's uh, 4th of July weekend. Um, so about to have a nice, you know, weekend and everything. What are you guys doing? Well, we had some awesome plans to go do um, kind of an annual backyard. Uh, it's the first time we've been invited, but it's been an annual backyard 4th of July celebration that a friend of mine has and um we got invited and then it got canceled yesterday due uh, to the governor we uh texas has had such a spike in um covid rate, rate uh, mm. yeah so we are now mask mandated and capped at 10 people so oh, wow okay. and he's, he's a teacher and he's like look i i wouldn't cancel this except for the last thing i need is to expose other teachers to something and parents go ballistic so i totally respect him what about you um, our neighbors having a Fourth of July party. Oh going, man! Yeah, we're going to it. It's going to be um, outside though, uh, uh, only, and so uh, we're hoping that with that and everything, we'll we'll all be okay. And it doesn't sound like it's going to be a, a big blowout or anything. So yeah, this one was outside. I think it's just the fact that um, it, they limited even outside events to ten people. So. Yeah, yeah it, it's and it's so for me, I'm like, I'm, I'm looking at my wife and she's looking at me. I, I guess we're just gonna hang out, <laughs> so we'll just hang out and have a family day. My son got his uh wisdom teeth pulled yesterday, so he's pretty much on the on kind of on mm. downtime. Yeah. So I think we'll just take it easy and enjoy. So yep. it'll be yep. different. Um, Hamilton is also coming out on Disney Plus, so we're looking forward to that. I heard about that, I saw that. Yeah. Doesn't that come out like today? So today. yep. Um, that'll be fun. We'll probably catch that if I can talk my boys into it. If my yeah. wife will definitely want to do it. So yeah, yeah. Kelly's been all about it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So I was um this week in the Brotherhood of Fatherhood group, I've asked a few questions that kind of seem to be typical uh things that come up. And and the question I asked today was stemmed from a a podcast recording I did recently and talked a lot about anger. And I think you were on that um, mm -hmm. podcast. So I asked men how they dealt with anger. And um, I don't know if you read through those comments, but we got a litany, like it's, uh, an absolute, totally broad response to how men deal with anger. So I kind of wanted to talk about that a little bit. Yep. Yeah, absolutely. It was, uh, I, I did read through some of it a little bit and everything. It's all like a lot of like go to the gym, you know, um, you know, we do have a, a good number of um, jujitsu guys who said, you know, practicing jujitsu, um, you know, prayer was in there. So you look at kind of our, our, you know, father thing has seemed to, to be a lot of like faith and then energy yeah. uh, type of responses. Yeah. Yeah. I, I saw, I saw everything from breaking stuff to jujitsu to lifting heavy weights. I think you said that, um, drinking heavily, mm. <laughs> Um, golfing, shooting, range, range time was a big deal. You know, there was a lot of um, physical exertion responses. And so I kind of put them into a couple categories. I put it into introspection, like spending time away, like like I do, like I go for a hike or rucking or something typically is, is my best response, mm -hmm. um, where I have time to think and really kind of separate myself. And um, we'll talk about that in a minute. But then there, there was a gentleman, the men who go and do physical exertion, mm -hmm. like, you know, they physically work it out, which I think is probably the same, kind of has the same endpoint as um, that 
getting away and, and rucking is physical exertion. So sometimes mm-hmm. just a walk without physical exertion, but I think those are kind of lined up. And then there was the avoidance. Um, yeah. There was a lot of avoidance. Like I, I don't think about it. I mean, someone actually said I bottle it up. Some, some people said I drink heavily. And those are like uh, ways of like masking it or bottling it or shoving it down deep. And so um, those are, that's a very different approach. And um, so it was really interesting to see that, you know, I don't know how much of it was uh, truthful or not, but I have a feeling it was mostly truthful. But the big thing that I know for sure is that men really do struggle with anger. Right. I mean, I think it's, uh, and I'm not sure like I never even really thought of it until it came up on that podcast. I'm like, wow, I think this is, we, again, with men, we tend to isolate everything to ourselves. Like we don't share that with other guys. We don't tend to talk about it with other guys. So therefore we don't know. Sometimes we don't learn how to handle it. So what have you done? Let me ask you. Um, so one of the, you know, um, from a history in the military and the army and, um, just, I don't know, life, I guess. Um, I kind of developed over a period of time, um, just kind of this undercurrent of anger. It was just kind of just always there and became my companion almost like I, I, like I can really almost call it that. Like I remember, you know, being at a bar and just being mad, you know, for, for no reason. I can remember even running my gym and just like having this undercurrent of, of anger that, for probably not better or worse, but probably for the worst that like helped me make decisions, you know, instead of like thinking about it in terms of values or anything like that. It was just like, you know, is this going to make me mad or is it not, you know, and it, and I think in the army, I think that it helped me. I think it was like, um, this fuel source, you know, for aggression and for, for whatever else that I needed it. Um, you know, um, you know, when you're, you're, rucking or you're working out or you're, you know, you're, you're going on missions, you're doing whatever you got to do. I think that that anger was like a fuel source almost like it was, it was a way to maybe like spike my adrenaline really quickly and just get into it. Right. So once I got into business and everything that really did not help me at all and it didn't help in my family either because it, it was like, um, it was like a match, right? Or, or like gasoline for a match. I'd be fine. Nothing going on, nothing going on. And then when it hit, boom, you know, it'd be a, a big explosion and everything. So I actually hired a, a CEO coach um, who gave me one little line that kind of like changed me or it was the first thing that changed me. And it was, what don't I know? You know, what don't you know about this situation? You know, that, uh, when you feel like you're about to explode or whatever else, ask that, like literally ask it, Hey, what don't I know about this? You know? And that became a, a watchword uh, for me. And basically like when I would ask it, um, <laughs> it's kind of funny. She told me, well, they're going to answer you. And then if there's a reason to be angry, then you can get angry, you oh. know, because you've actually asked them, you know, you've said you got permission to be angry. Right. Yeah. Yeah. If, if they answer, but if they give you an answer and there's no reason for you to be angry, then you don't get to be angry. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we went from there, uh, uh, to kind of mastering that question, which like really started helping, like really, really started helping because it, it was a pattern interrupt. You know, if you talk NLP, Tony Robbins, any of that type of stuff, it's a pattern interrupt. It would immediately interrupt my pattern because I had to ask that question. 
right? I'm about to get angry. Oh, what, what don't I know about this situation? Right. Then we started working on um, just being emotionally neutral. And that's where I'm at now, just emotionally neutral. And it taught me that, um, that you don't, you don't have to have like happiness. You don't have to have joy. You don't have to have anger, sadness, sorrow, anything just going around, you know, all the time in your head and, and, and like creating a filter, you know, we've heard rose colored glasses and any of that type of stuff. You don't have to have this filter at all times, just be emotionally neutral. And then when an emotion happens, anger or sadness, happiness or anything, then you can just respond from there. So it's like if you're something makes you laugh and you feel that emotion, you know, and if something makes you sad, you feel that emotion and you can ask yourself like, you know, where are my emotions driving me? And um, one of the things that I've recently found in everything is like, when you're doing that, you can kind of trust those emotions that they're like leading you to the right decisions or they're telling you like, you know, Hey, there's angst, there's irritation, there's something here. You need to stop and um, examine this feeling. Right. So let's say like, that's what I do now. It's operating at this emotionally neutral place. You know, is it a, what, there is no positive or negative emotion. It's just, you know, what it is and then examining it and say, okay, what is this telling myself? Um, and, and now I kind of ask myself that question. Um, what don't I know whether it's happiness or sadness or anger or any of it, just ask myself that question now anyways. That's so good. I think, uh, we would all benefit immensely from that, you know, kind of that hierarchy that you've gotten to. And you know, I kind of, when we started talking about this, I was like, oh, I never really dealt with anger. And that is an absolute lie. I've pushed it out of my head. I, when I was um, a teacher, there were times when I'd just fly off the handle with other teachers, mm-hmm. like just fly off the handle and engage in their, you know, sometimes they were provoking me, like poking. Um, mm-hmm. I kind of went against the grain as far as how I operated and long story, but there was some times when I just had an, an incredibly horrible days. And one of the things I really love to think about is that you have to raise the rent in your head. And, mm. and so when, if people are getting space in your head, then your rent is too low. <laughs> I don't know if that's resonating with anybody, but like yeah. I'm ra- my, my, the, the space in my head, the space in my emotion is far too valuable to let that bother me. Right. Um, That would bring me back a little bit. Well, so I really ruined a lot of relationships because I could fly off the handle really quick. And I think I kind of just threw it out the window as uh, a symptom of anxiety and stress and maybe a little bit of depression. And I think that was just an excuse, a Band-Aid. I don't think that now I would say the same thing. Um, And I've progressed so far away from that now. And um, several things that really made me get a little better understanding is the raise the rent in my head. Um, you know, negative people just, they're re- they don't have enough money to be there or they don't have enough value to be there. And right. then, um, and then the, the, a little bit more of that stoic mindset and, and you, Josh, you taught me a lot about this. And then where I work taught me a lot about this. I get really upset about a situation, upset at myself, upset at someone, you know, what story was I telling myself? I wasn't, um, stopping to understand where the situation was coming from, what the other perspective was. And I, 
the crazy thing is I'm really good at, I'm getting really good at this with um, coworkers, friends, uh, uh, business things, worldly things. I can stop and think through that. But I realized that with my wife, I'm not real good at that yet. So it's just something that I need to work on and it's always there. But uh, separating the emotion, um, like the event, like what happened is not emotional. It's how I respond to it. I don't know if I'm saying that right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's that, That's right. It's not the... It's not the situation. It's not the scenario. It's not whatever. It's how you respond. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's like it, that gives gives me. You know, for me, I stop and I stop and pray, or I stop and mm-hmm. there's something I have to do to click my brain over. But for me, it gives me the power that I I have way more um, control over this situation, mostly because I can respond to it, and that's the control that I have is to not respond or respond in love or whatever it is that I need to do. And what I really fear is when men turn to drinking or violence. Um, now, I, I, I would think that going to a gun range would be, there's something about that or chopping wood or you know physical exertion that absolutely is uh, therapeutic. Yep. Now, drinking ac- actually almost reduces your ability or deletes your ability to actually experience joy. Like over getting, not drinking, getting drunk and this is my my opinion getting drunk or being under the influence is actually the, the absence of real feeling because it's all like um fabricated so i think i'd rather feel and work through it and become a, a better person and that's not judgment on anybody i just was kind of thinking is that as we were talking yeah yeah no i i agree i think it masks it i think what we have to look at in all of these things is is it a mask or is it actually helping you process? Are you actually processing the emotion? Like if you're getting out and you're you're shooting, you know, is it a mask or are you processing? If you're lifting heavy, is it a mask? Is it a process? If you're drinking, is it a mask or is it a process? Um, and and I do think like you know uh, probably drinking, you know, um, drugs, you know, different stuff like that are probably more masks than they are, um, you know, actually helpful and everything. So uh, you know. Um, I, mean, I should say illegal drugs. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, some, right. Some, uh, you know, psychiatric drugs and everything actually help you get to a place where you can process. They balance you out, you know, with hormones and everything else and allow you to to process. Um, so I'd say like, yeah, like, you know, are you doing those things to bottle it down because you get, you're just getting the physical energy out, but you're not dealing with the emotional energy, um, you know, like you said, rucking, but you're doing it also getting your emotional energy out and processing the situation so that you can come back as well. So I would say what we're saying is it's got to be a little bit of both, you know, or it's helpful that it's a little bit of both. Well, I think it's, it falls within our framework again. Like, I mean, so in this conversation, we brought brought up the F faith. I I have at least Um, ability, like having the ability to do some things gives you the outlet. Mm -hmm. Uh, you know, uh, tribe, we didn't talk about talking it through with other people, which I I have also fallen on that with you. Massively beneficial. Yes. Me yeah. and you talking about our issues together. Yep. Massively beneficial. We solve things in five minutes that would take me an hour to process on my own. Right. And, or would absolutely, here's, here's the other thing, things that would completely destroy my like a couple days or a week and set me back so far because when I'm not in the place to realize that I need to separate my emotion, you will remember um, 
you need to say, say hey scott what story are you telling yourself right now right. But it, have you asked what you know where this is coming from have you talked to that person <laughs> so tribe is extremely important humility yeah. is important energy you know yeah. rocking um lifting weights I, sometimes lifting heavy weights really i i enjoy that too i don't do oh, it yeah. much when i'm angry um but i have done it and it's worked um yeah. so it yeah, really think, does fall in our framework yeah yeah absolutely i think humility is you know the 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 two things you know one is um what don't i know but also like this isn't about me right you know right. to be able to say that you know so Look at us. Look at us just discovering that the father framework works for anger as well. <laughs> okay. And and I, I wanna I wanna kinda put this out there. If you are someone and you're like, Well, that's nice, Josh and Scott, you guys have each other, you found each other and you 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 now have this relationship. I don't want you to 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 kind of put yourself outside of that. I want you to put yourself in mm-hmm. now I need to find that resource. And and Josh and I are absolutely committed to developing that resource. Just if you, if you need something, if this is an area you need connection in, let one of us know. But, um, this is, you know, one of those things that I feel very strongly with is the the tribe thing. We've got to develop a tribe where you do have that someone or some people or group that can ground you and bring you back to, uh, you know, the, the way that, that will help you move forward as opposed to backward. Yeah, absolutely. So, yeah, I would say like anybody who's looking for the tribe, we have the tribe. It's called the Brotherhood of Fatherhood. Absolutely. It's on, yeah. it's on Facebook. It's on these podcasts. It's on all this stuff. We've got guys in the groups that are talking about their anger. We're talking about, you know, um, getting their kids to sleep at night, what they're doing on the weekends to support each other, you know, all that type of stuff. It's why we we founded this tribe, this group. So find us on Facebook, like our page, join our group if you're a guy. You know, listen to this podcast for more help. If you need one-on-one help, reach out to me and Scott. <clears throat> you know, Scott at BrotherhoodFatherhood.com and Josh at BrotherhoodFatherhood.com. And we will absolutely uh, help you. Yeah, I think that's a really good way to wrap this up. Find our podcast, join our group, uh, reach out to us, and, um, you know, kind of become the father and husband that you were meant to be is yeah. really the... and and the person you are meant to be and um, find the resources that are going to get you to that place.